You're listening to ayahuascapodcast.com. Hi guys and welcome to ayahuascapodcast.com. As always with you, the host, Sam Believe, uh, founder of uh, La Waira Ayahuasca Retreat. We are reporting today from the La Waira, as you can see. And our guest today is Ryan Nurse. Ryan is from UK and he is a public speaker and a uh, social media persona and a coach, I believe. Yes, that's correct. Uh, Ryan, tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to Ayahuasca. Yeah, sure. So I'm a traumatic brain injury survivor and thriver was also suffered from and overcome depression after a relationship breakup. So back in 2011, I was attacked on the way home from a nightclub, which resulted in me being rushed to hospital the next day, where I suffered from a fractured skull and a blood clot due to a bleed on the brain. Uh, I was in a coma in the intensive care unit, and after three days, specialists wanted to pull the plug on my life support machine, because I had completely zero brain activity. I was completely brain dead. And after coming out of, say, that trauma, that traumatic event, I sort of boxed up and buried all of those thoughts, feelings, emotions, and that whole experience. And I went into a fast-paced relationship for many years, for six and a half years. And when that relationship come to an end, I obviously went through depression as it was ending. But once I sort of come up and out of that depression, rather than looking for all of my answers outside and trying to find, say, happiness externally, I started to look inside and learn a bit more about myself and to say go on this journey of self-discovery and I started to explore say that trauma and that out-of-body experience I actually went through whilst in the coma because in that out-of-body experience it made me question the whole universe the whole reality that we we view for our own unique set of eyes and yeah it just made me really question why we're here on earth and the more research that I've done into myself and this out-of-body experience, I realise there's so many similarities with other people that have also, say, been through these out-of-body experiences. And I realise that a way of connecting with your true self and to find more about these certain journeys that people experience, say, whilst in comas, whilst, say, coming to the end of their life, like near-death experiences, for instance, that certain plant-based medicines, especially like ayahuasca, is a way of... Uh, understanding more about these experiences and learning more about yourself so for me I went on this this one-way trip uh, back in 2022 uh, April to Latin America to start in uh, Mexico and as I made my way down through every country in Latin America I finally got to Colombia and Colombia for me felt like home I really connected to this country the most and I met a guy an English guy actually in Cali in Colombia and he recommended uh, Lawira to me and he told me about his amazing experience here. And I'd always wanted to do ayahuasca throughout the whole trip down from Mexico. I managed to do some mushrooms and I felt so at peace, but I never got the opportunity to explore, say, ayahuasca. And this English guy recommended me here, Lawira, and I checked it all out. I'd done all the research and it just seemed so, so good and it seemed perfect for me, literally. And for some odd reason, I ended up booking a flight in November back home to England 
for Christmas to see my family, etc. And to go on this business seminar that I'd already booked uh, a long time ago. So I booked this flight up and I flew back to England. And literally, as soon as I was on that plane, as soon as we got up into the air, I realised that I left my soul in Colombia and that I, I made the wrong decision. And I felt that I had sort of unfinished business here in Colombia. So I got back to England and straight away I was looking at flights back. And then I reached out to Sam here and I, I started to explore my options regarding coming back to do an ayahuasca retreat. And before you know it, I'd booked myself up and booked my spot here in La Huayra. I flew back out to Colombia, to Cali, made my way up to Medellin. Uh, in February this year, 2023, I done a one week uh, ayahuasca retreat here, which was incredible. Um, yeah, wow, it just, again, made me really look deep within myself, but to realise the possibilities and the amount of things that we as humans can't actually see with our own eyes. Like, there's so much going on in our brain, in this this universe like that we're living in. Like, there's so much stuff on a, say, energetic field that we can't actually view with our own eyes. And in, say, the last ceremony in February... The three main takeaways that I got from that experience was that nothing lasts forever, everything changes, and that the right people will always come into your life at the right time. So I went away from this, say, uh, ceremony feeling refreshed, feeling excited, feeling happy, feeling just a, a different me, you know? Like I started to appreciate even like the smallest things even more. I, I felt real connected more to... Uh, say Pachamama to the earth and I found myself just looking at trees and nature and just smiling just for the sake of it and yeah there was always that connection I'd always say enjoyed nature but after say coming out of this retreat earlier this year I really connected more with nature and then I made my whole way down through every country down and round to Brazil where I was in Rio for instance uh, was the last stop in Brazil and something was just telling me, my, my intuition was saying, you need to go back and do another retreat because there's still more to learn, there's still more to experience. So something was telling me to come back, which I found a flight to um, Lima, Peru. And then I went to Iquitos, I spent a week in the jungle, just me and a guide, really connected with nature again. And then I made my way down the Amazon River on a boat, uh, got to Leticia, took a flight to Colombia, uh, to Cali sorry and then yeah now that I was back in Colombia it was like now's my time to get back to Medellin and back to La Huayra, which obviously I spoke to Sam again booked up another week and now I'm here I've done two night ceremonies I've got another night ceremony tonight and one more day ceremony so yeah I really looked forward to seeing what these next few days bring mm -hmm. well um, Ryan you mentioned uh, out-of-body experiences near-death experiences and uh those are mystical experiences because people that come back from them, they, they report, you know, understanding more than we normally would. And some people also uh, call ayahuasca experience a mystical experience. So were you able to reconnect to that state or draw any similarities in between your ayahuasca states and what you experience at that um, near-death uh, outer body experience? Yeah, that's a great question. So. In, say, the out-of-body experience and in my, say, ayahuasca experience, especially in February, uh, the first day ceremony, actually, I went through a crazy experience um, where things were just coming at me, literally blasting me into another universe, another dimension. Uh, things were happening, colours, shapes, 
things just were so crazy and it was happening so quick like one point I had like this ayahuasca baby and like just crazy things were happening um, but it, it told me just to calm down and trust the process and that's what I said uh, everything changes because one time I was like I'm gonna die and then I was dead and like all these things happening but I just trusted the journey and then everything worked out but when I was actually in hospital back in 2011 uh, in that out-of-body experience it was a completely different experience to be fair and it was me viewing myself uh, laying there in that hospital bed and I was being say pushed through different dimensions and there were so many different transitions between these eyes that I was viewing this experience through and my actual physical body as well that I was viewing uh, there were so many transitions that kept happening uh, but now that I've done all the research on what happened and now that I remember it as well like I remember it so vividly it was the most peaceful perfect experience like I remember seeing the doctors working on my say damaged head and there was no say blood or, or there was no pain it was just peace and pleasure and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen you know seeing me being worked on by these doctors and towards say the end of that whole experience that I went through the doctors sort of dissipated and, and went behind where I couldn't see and then these eyes that I was viewing through which I honestly believe were say the eyes of my creator they got transitioned or sucked back into my own head and as I opened my eyes in this out-of-body experience I remember laying in that hospital bed and I slowly looked up and I see this giant curtain in front of me and now I'm thinking like what happens what happens next and in this experience there was no sense of time or space or everything everything just lasted forever like everything was just limitless and when these curtains in front of me opened up this super white bright unlike this it was like it was a crazy light it was like supernatural bright white light just shone through with such intensity that it made me close my eyes and as i closed my eyes i just felt it sort of so hot and then it was just dimming down and then when it felt sort of safe to open my eyes again it was like the main part of the experience in that out of body experience and I remember I looked out as far as the eye could see and again it wasn't in a room or a, or a place because there was no walls, there was no floor, no ceiling, it was just limitless space and as far as the eye could see I just saw faces of people, every single person that I'd ever seen in my whole life and it was in an order of importance like it could have been someone that I'd bumped into in the street when I was a kid and it just got more important the closer it got like family friends school friends family members for instance and then right at the end of my bed were the faces of my my immediate family like mum dad brother sisters for instance and the the most common thing on these faces were that every single face there was just tears running from each face and they were all silently sobbing and i remember i just felt an instant feeling of something that i've done wrong and I just kept questioning myself in my own head, what have I done wrong, what have I done wrong? And then I started to try to grab the attention of these faces and I started to wave, I started to try and shout but no words were coming out and you know I tried for what seemed forever and I was just trying to wave and shout and nothing was happening and it was like I didn't even exist, these faces were just staring straight through me and I remember I, I closed my eyes and I cried and I laid back and as soon as my head hit that pillow it was like the, the most powerful suction vacuum on my head and it just sucked this whole bright white experience all the faces out of the top of my head and it just went completely black and dark and in this experience my body was really really cold 
and as soon as it went black my body started to warm up and then in the distance I hear this beep 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 and it got louder and faster and in my mind I was just thinking Ryan this is your alarm clock like you need to wake up for work I believed it was a Saturday morning and that I had work and that I needed to wake up so in my mind I'm thinking it's my alarm clock and it was getting louder faster louder faster and I'm saying Ryan wake up wake up you're going to be late for work and I thought oh my god my boss is going to be so angry and then one point bam I open my eyes and this is when I'm back in the real world and I look around and I'm in this dark, dark room with no windows and just machines and, and beds and tables and just things that are just sat around everywhere. And I'm like, am I dead? Is this real? Like, where am I? And as I started to look around slowly, I see I had all these pins penetrating my skin, these pads on my chest, had the tube down my throat. And I'm thinking, is this real? Am I in the movie? Like, what is this? This is a dream, for instance. And... This beeping was so intense, so loud at my left left side here. And as I slowly looked, I realized that, that that beeping wasn't my alarm clock at all. It was the life support machine that was keeping me alive. And in that moment, every single thought from that night prior to being attacked, it come all flooding back. And it was like a massive download. Like when you try and do too many things on your computer at once, it was like everything got downloaded into my mind. It was the biggest headache that I've ever had and I just closed my eyes and I cried and then I cried myself to sleep obviously and then when I woke up in the morning I just remember waking up to my, my brother, my sister, my, my, my mum and dad just stood over my bed and they were actually there now and they were just looking at me saying, I wonder if he knows who we are, like he's alive and all this stuff and I was just thinking, of course I know who you are but I couldn't talk, I couldn't do anything. So that was the out of body experience but yeah, the the... The experience that I had with the ayahuasca was totally different, but it was also, say, very interesting and eye-opening. It just made me, again, just question life and realise that things happen the way that they should do and that you shouldn't put too much pressure on trying to figure things out because things happen in our lives. And in the moment, we, we really don't understand why they're happening or what's the reason for how things are happening the way that they're happening in that moment. But... When you can come away from those experiences and you sort of step outside of the jar and look back because you can't read the label from inside the jar, when you come from a different point of view or a different perspective, that you can start to understand these things that happen in your life and you can realise from, say, a more educated set of eyes or a different point of view that these things happen the exact way that they should, even though that they were sort of potentially painful in the moment or almost soul-destroying or, or life-changing. At the time, you may think they are the worst things that happened to you, but looking back for me, the worst things that ever happened to me turn out to be the very best things. And, you know, sometimes your most profound periods of pain can also turn out to be your greatest gifts of growth. Yeah, this is very true. I definitely can recall a few moments like this in my own life where you're, you think it's, it's the worst thing that ever happened, but it turns out to be the best. Uh, so, <clears throat> Ryan, you came back here in February that would be, what, about eight months ago? Yeah, roughly, And yeah. Um, how did you feel after your first retreat? And uh, what, what made you come back? So, yeah, after my first retreat, I, I, I just had a... Obviously, before I even come to the first retreat, I just had a, a deep calling. Like, yeah, I heard about ayahuasca. I'd done the research on it before, but 
traveling down through Mexico and say getting really into the the Latin culture and say um, just connecting with say uh, the nature for instance on the whole trip down like because to, to begin with before I went home for Christmas it was like seven months I spent coming down through through Mexico and Central America I just felt a connection like someone was calling me like the ayahuasca was calling me like I wasn't searching for it it was searching for me it was like almost magnetizing me to it and then meeting that guy was like perfect timing sort of thing like he was he was the person that I needed in my life at that time to introduce me to this because what was his name his name was James, I believe. I don't know his second name. Shout out to James. James, yeah, and I believe he, he's like a doctor. He's a really cool guy, yeah, actually. Yeah. Wasn't he Irish? Yes, I believe. Uh, I, oh, I don't know. I can't remember. But yeah, I, I believe it was James. He might have been Irish. I can't remember. But he was a really, really cool guy, and he's done some cool stuff, actually. So, real, just great connection with him. And yeah, he just just mentioned this to me, and I was just like, this is this is perfect, like perfect timing. So, for me, that guy just came into my life at the right time to. Uh, introduced me to this amazing place where I'm at now. So yeah, ayahuasca sort of called me. I come here, I done the experience for the week. Uh, it was crazy, the day ceremony was crazy. The first few nights, it was like just welcoming, welcoming me into the experience. And yeah, I got some cool visions and stuff, but then that day ceremony was just bam. And it just, it was just really, really profound. Um, the next day when it was the second day ceremony i remember i didn't really want to do the medicine as much like i didn't want to trip i didn't want to go on a crazy experience i just wanted to enjoy the day and just absorb the energy from the music because for me i really connect with the music and then yeah after going away i i left and yeah like i say i just really felt connected to nature and to say people as well like I really had a huge sense of gratitude like for my family for my friends for just everyone in general because I honestly believe that we we learn something from every single person that comes into our lives and the people that do come into our lives whether they bring something that we want or they say something or they do something that we don't want whatever happens this message whatever it comes to us is teaching us a lesson and it's teaching us something about ourselves so I've become more aware and more conscious of the language and, and the actions that people say uh, are bringing towards me, for instance. So, yeah, over the next many months that, say, went by coming down through the rest of uh, South America, I really just connected with the people that I met with. Uh, and then, like I say, once I got around to Brazil, it was like something was saying, you need to go back. Like, and I always listen to my intuition because my intuition for me has never, ever guided me in the wrong direction. So I thought, look, I need to, I need to go with what my gut and my intuition is telling me. So... Yeah, come back. Okay. And, and, and you're back now. So, obviously, your story is very different from, um, I would say, an average person in our group. Like, what, what, you, what you seem to be seeking with ayahuasca is less of a healing and more of a uh, spiritual exploration and, and revelation. Am I, am I being correct? Yeah, more spiritual. But for me as well, it's like, um, like I'm on this journey of, say, self-discovery, but also on a journey, how I can learn more about myself to then make a bigger impact on the world. Because through that out-of-body experience, after trying to understand it for all these years, um, since, say, 2011, something, I believe, sent me back. Like, 
because even going to see that doctor, they, they wrote me off. They said, like, no way is he going to wake up. Um, zero brain activity. Like, he's never coming back. Pull the plug. And then at the end of that week, it was like, oh, if he ever does come back, he'll never walk or talk again. He'll be in a vegetative state for the rest of his life. Like, his life won't be worth living. And I literally walked out of that hospital under four weeks, like nothing had happened. Um, and when I went back to see that doctor, he said, like, you are a walking miracle. Like, this never happens because, like, the blood clot was so big and it pushed my brain over and down my spine. And they said, like, the damage, there's no going back from that type of damage. Like, it's, he's going to be permanently brain, uh, brain damaged for the rest of his life. But then for me... I come out of that, so I believe like that whole experience, the out-of-body experience, I was viewing it through, I believe, the eyes of my creator and something sent me back and when I'd done the research, this is how I understand it, I believe that all of those faces that I've, I viewed that were crying, they were crying because I hadn't yet complete the job that I was first sent here to do in the first place, which is to help, say, humanity, which is to help people on a global scale understand who they truly are what they are here to do with their lives and to guide them through the process of say discovering their true selves and becoming the very best versions of themselves to go on to live a true authentic life that that gives them a true sense of joy purpose meaning and fulfillment so that's what i tr truly believe my job here is on earth so now the ayahuasca for me is a tool to help understand more about myself and how i can serve on a much greater scale on, on earth yeah for those people you're working with uh, as a coach and, uh, and an inspirational speaker, would you, would you recommend them to do ayahuasca in their, in their search for, for their true selves? You know, like, it's a difficult one. You, like, for me, from my experience, I could, I could say to anyone, like, yeah, I had the best time, you should do it too. But no, I'm a, I'm a big believer, you know, like, and we were speaking about it, a few of us, uh, yesterday and even this morning, you know, I believe ayahuasca calls you to her like if you're going to go out there looking for certain things in your life you know sometimes you try and rush the process and i found this actually last night with my ayahuasca night experience last night and it was telling me like not to rush the process in life like things will come to you when they're meant to come to you don't try and speed up the process because everything happens at the right time. Nothing happens too soon or too too late than it should actually happen. Mm -hmm. Everything happens at the perfect timing. Like Life is the perfect timing. Whether things happen and you don't want them to happen, it was meant to happen at that time because you was meant to learn something from that, whether it's a good situation or a bad situation. So anyone potentially say asking me for my advice or my opinion or my suggestion, should I do ayahuasca? I'll just put it back to you. What do you feel you should do? And do you feel in this moment you're ready to, to go on this journey? Because it is a journey and it's not just for fun. It's not like, oh, you just go from where you currently are in your job, your life, or whatever, go to this retreat here, for instance, and you just do it and go back to normal life. No, you need to prepare yourself, whether it's your diet, your, your body, your, your energy, your mindset. You need to go through a, a process of preparing yourself preparing for what you're about to explore and to discover potentially about yourself and then to be comfortable with potentially the worst case scenario because ayahuasca literally holds a mirror up to yourself, reflects back to you the potential issues or things that need working on within yourself and then it's not going to do the work for you. It's going to show you what you potentially need to do but then it's a 
it's down to you to want to go away then and say, right, what I've learned from this experience, I'm going to start to implement to then overcome these potential hurdles, barriers, issues in my life, to then become the best version of myself and then to let go of anything that's holding me back from potentially achieving my goals and dreams and desires in the future. So if anyone asked me, should I do it? I could, yeah, I could say, yeah, do it. And you could go and do it and have a, work, a real bad experience. Or on the other hand, you could do it and have an amazing experience. So again, from my own experience, I'd always say, listen to your intuition. If there's something deep down inside that you can't budge, that is constantly saying, I'm ready for it, go ahead and do it. And, you know, I, I believe if it's calling you and it's not just one or twice, it's like on a constant basis, it's almost calling you to it. Yeah, I think it's your time to explore. Don't go out there just to do it because you heard someone do it, you've read an article, you've seen a, a TikTok, for instance, or your best friend's gone and done it and come back and they feel like a new person. Don't go on someone else's experience or opinion. Yeah, obviously do research, ask other people, for instance, before you do it. But I believe that it needs to, you need to connect with it through your own, say, your own true self inside. Yeah. Well, chances are, if you're listening to this podcast or watching to this podcast, you're already <laughs> in that stage of preparation and collecting some good information that I'm sure you'll find here on how to prepare and how to establish that connection with the medicine before you ever drank it. Um, so, Ryan, you, you, you mentioned that, uh, obviously, it's your, it's your day three here now. Uh, you've done two more ceremonies of this retreat. Uh, can you share something about your own process in these two days or maybe something you observed in the group or anything that you say would, uh, would interest our listeners? Yeah, of course. So, for me, coming back, I had a, literally my experience coming back this time was flipped the last time. So in February, for instance, I had like these worries, these fears and a little bit anxious to be fair. I'm not going to say I wasn't because I believe everyone coming into an ayahuasca experience or ceremony for the first time, they do have a bit of anxiety because it's the unknown. But I couldn't say to anyone like the magic is in the unknown, like never fear the unknown or the uncertainty because this is a blank space of opportunity for you to actually discover what it is that you truly want. So. Yeah, like me and many that we come last time in February, we was a bit anxious. The best thing about being here is like Sam, what you do with the word circle. I, I believe there's so much power within people and within your network and with your surroundings. And having these word circles before you even begin is the most powerful and important part to get any sort of thoughts, feelings, emotions out of you to share with other people because nine out of 10 times, the person sat next to you is feeling almost identical feelings or worries or fears. So it's like you go into this and you're, it's like you're not the only person that is feeling, say, worried about this or what if this happens, what if that? So you start sharing your thoughts and feelings and then immediately you go from here and you just go and you feel so much at peace and so much calm and ready for the experience ahead. So that's a great first step is the, the, the word circles. And then, yeah, so when I first went in February, it was like I took the cup, the very first cup, and it was sweet, it was a nice taste. And then I sat there for a while and there was like some weird few things happening. And I sort of gradually got into it. And same with the second day. And then that third day ceremony was the one that blasted me off and I saw these crazy, amazing experiences. Uh, but then this time it was flip. I come here, 
because I already knew the drill sort of thing, I had no 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 worries, no fear. It was all just excitement, you know, just all joy, love, excitement, peace and happiness, you know, and I was just really looking forward to see what the the, the medicine would do once we say, hey, build that connection again, because I've already seen, like, we, we've already met each other before, so it's just like, I can't wait to welcome her back into my body and just build that connection again and see what uh, sort of relationship we can build together. So I went into the first night ceremony uh, a couple of nights ago, and yeah, I go up and instead of being sweet this time, I took that first full cup and wow, it is a real harsh taste. But again, I just said, look, we know the drill, we're here again, like welcome back to my body. And yeah, straight away we were building that connection. I just felt her going through my, my body and she was like just teasing me and tickling me and just twitching my, thing, my, my fingers and my toes and stuff. And yeah, it was just like, yeah, do you want to go on a journey? And I was like, yeah, come on, let's go on a journey. And yeah, straight away, I'm not joking, after like 10 minutes, wow, I just started seeing visuals. I started to see eyeballs and shapes and colors and mouth and smiles and teeth and just like the things that I saw before. And yeah, it was just instantly, I'm just in this place and I'm just listening to the music and I'm taking it all in. And yeah, I just felt really calm and I just felt, I felt at home sort of thing again, you know, and it was a really nice experience. And yeah, and then I went up and I, uh, I took the second cup and the second cup was really sweet actually and it was a good taste. And again, I just went back and I just, I just chilled out and uh, my intention for that one was to help me with some sort of trap trauma that I believe I have in my leg uh, here. After going through that many months of uh, sort of mental misery whilst down and depressed after that relationship breakup back in 2019, I believe I got trap trauma in my leg and the ayahuasca, like mother ayahuasca was just telling me like, put both legs out straight because if you do want this trauma to get out of you, you're gonna need to have a clear pathway for it to be released. So I just sat there like a pencil and I could just feel, feel the ayahuasca just going up and surging my body and scanning my complete body. So yeah, like what am I talking about now? So like all the things that I'm experiencing that first day, that first night, sorry. I believe like the ayahuasca, she wants the best for you and she is here to help you in the best way that she can and she's not going to do the work for you like in life like your dreams don't work unless you do like you need to be the one to put the work in to achieve anything in life like you can't just go and buy like your dream life off a shelf for instance like yeah you can get help you can get guidance from coaches mentors books um seminars uh, content online for instance all the information out is out there like there's no lack of resources out there in life, but there's always a lack of resourcefulness. So you as the individual, whether you come here to say an ayahuasca retreat to learn more about yourself, to, to discover say potential blockages, blockages or things that are potentially not going right in your life, you come here and you be open-minded. Don't expect it to be like this, 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 and sort of drop all expectations because I feel like that's when you're gonna have a, a sort of potentially negative experiences uh, experience or not have a fully fulfilled experience it, or you're going to be sort of a little bit unhappy because you might come here like yeah I'm going to take ayahuasca and I'm going to leave here and then all of my dreams come true no that's not the case but if you listen to the ayahuasca you you listen to what's happening to your body the thoughts the feelings the emotions that you're going through 
they're going to be the teachings, the, the, the vital priceless life lessons that you're going to learn from this experience. And it's down to you to take those experiences, take the journal, which the amazing journal here, which you need to write every single day, at least once a day, write in a journal and then constantly go back on that. Don't just take your journal away with your, your writings, your learnings in. Don't just go away and then just shove it in your bag or, or on your shelf at home and never listen to it or read it again. Take that and constantly review it because for me, I found over the next six, seven, eight months, whatever it's been since the first one, every time that I review that journal that I wrote down in February for my whole experience, I either learn something new about my experience or I remember something else that I completely forgot whilst going through that experience in the moment. So life is a huge lesson and you need to be a lifelong learner and just extract all the lessons from every single experience and use the lessons, whether they were peaceful, whether they were pleasure, whether they were pain. Every, every single experience you go through in life, extract the lessons and then use them to help you get what you want and become the very best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, I say we wrap up on those uh Amazing words of encouragement. Thank I do you. see uh, you're good at your work. You know how to motivate people. <laughs> so guys, listen up to Ryan and um, learn learn how to you know move your life from that sort of stale dead point. So Ryan, for those who might want to learn more about you and your work, where can they find you? Yeah, thank you. And thanks, everybody, for listening, people who will, will listen back to this. Uh, if you want to find more out about me, uh, the best way to connect with me is on sort of all social medias, uh, mainly Instagram. Uh, social media handle is at Ryan Nurse underscore. That is at Ryan Nurse underscore. Uh, I'm on all social medias, mainly Instagram is the best place to connect. Send me a DM if you wanted to learn more about me. Um, I'm actually releasing a book at the moment as well, so really excited for that to come out. So if you want to know further, reach out to me and uh, we can connect further. Okay, Ryan, thank you a lot for coming. Thank you so much, my friend. I hey appreciate guys, you. You've been listening to ayahuascapodcast.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the other episode. Cura con la guaira, limpia, limpia, taita, vibrando.